0: this podcast as always my name is vincent bats welcome welcome i we got a pretty interesting episode because this past sunday was valentine's day and i really really was able to experience a lot not just on valentine's day but the day after which was kind of like a valentine's day thing for my best friends and then i watched malcolm and marie so i'm gonna talk about that but um that day is so weird to me now like, that day is so weird to me. And the reason why, is because why choose one day out of the year to show your love for someone? Like, we show our appreciation and thanks on Thanksgiving. We, we come as a family together for Christmas. There's a lot of things we do, but, like, on Valentine's Day, we, we show our immense love for romantic interest. But why not show our love for every, anyone and everyone Every day of the year, you know, like we got to really boil it down to like what is love and what are our priorities on love? How can we validate loving someone? Those are some very legitimate questions. You know, now I've been on this little I've actually been on a more spiritual journey And I used to think I was on one, but I'm definitely on one now. I've been on one since the new year. And not just because the new year came around, but because I genuinely needed some change in my life. I felt like there wasn't much I could love. But in the month and 17 days, per se, that this has been taking place, I've garnered an extreme appreciation for life. And I didn't think it would happen in this short amount of time. I think it's something that was always inside of me. That I've always been able to do, but I just think I just became more mindful of how much I actually love life. I just stopped complaining. Like, that's my love, right? I'm actually going to define love, right? So, if we look at um, Webster's Dictionary, love is an intense feeling of deep affection. That's one definition. Another one is a great interest or pleasure in something. And the last one is a person or thing that one loves. And all of those are like noun definitions. But if we talk about a verb, the verb definition is to feel a deep romantic or sexual attraction to someone. You know. I think the best one that I think is just the most synonymous to most people, it's a great interest or pleasure in something. I think that would be the best one to characterize love. And the one that aligns with my definition the most. Because if I'm being honest, my definition is... Love is basically the end-all, be-all of everything that comprises our comprises our time on earth. Which is a very elaborate statement for love, but that's what I feel. I feel we can't get far without love. Like, love in today's world has actually gotten us a lot further than we think. Love is what's... Slowly but surely ending racism. Love is what's ending transphobia, homophobia, anti-Semitism. Love is opening doors, breaking barriers. And it's not intense love. It's just our love for life and the fact that we want other people to have the same life as we do have the same qualities and resources as life. It's the reason why HBCUs are getting more funding. It's the reason why PWIs are, you know, starting to become a lot more diverse. It's it's the reason why resources are starting to get allocated more to those who need it. It's all out of love because we love life so much. We want to make sure that the other people who are experiencing experiencing it could get a relatively nice portion of the life that we have or maybe even better if possible love is what makes parents have children love is what makes parents try to do their best for their children so that their children can do their best love does a lot that's love in today's world hate is love in fact you can usually uh, the things that we Hate so much usually come from the lack of love for it, if that makes any sense. So, the absence of love creates hate. Hence, love is even more prominent. Right? There's a lot of things I love. The thing I love most is life. You know, some people love God most. Some people love you know, a girlfriend or wife or boyfriend or husband most. Some people love their friends most, but I love life most. I love the fact that I have a very limited life. So all the time I spend on this earth, I need to spend it loving life and doing everything I can to live every single moment of it. I told y'all that in the first very, like the very first podcast episode, like I have this life. And from the time I'm born to the time I die, only thing I need to be doing is making the most of it. And that's what I want to do in 2021. Like on this spiritual journey, I just realized I love life. That's it. It's what makes me try to be as as nice as I can to other people because they deserve a life where the people they come across are as genuine as they want to be or are the things that they want to see in the world. So I try to be that for other people and I try to be that for myself. But I try to be that for myself because I love life so much. And I know that's an affordance that life can offer. Now, beyond me loving life the most, there's groups of things that I like the most. I mean, that I love. I love... It's life and then it's my friends. I'm a big friends over family guy. Uh, Because friends... Are the only people, and I think I've said this before on this episode as well. Friends are the only people who are not contractually obligated to you. They love you unconditionally. They have a lot of other things on their agenda, like their own families. But they choose to be there for you. And for that, friends are the most commendable individuals on earth. Probably second is teachers. But friends, yes. I will take them any day. Over yeah, I just fuck it, I'll say it. Over most of my family, i choose my friends. So yeah. Then after that, it's music. It's friends, then music. Because music's got me a long way. Music's kept me from doing a lot of irrational things. Music's... Allow me to express myself in ways I thought I never could. Music is what got me into poetry. Music it's what it's it saved my life and it saved other people's lives too. It's music. Uh, three is helping people. I like I love helping people. That's something I find a great interest in. I love the fact that the things I can do every day and me just simply enjoying my life helps people. I love the fact that people listen to this podcast and find extreme enjoyment or extreme joy and the things that they hear and the fact that like i'm saying things and living a life that helps them live theirs and i'm not doing anything in particular in their life i'm just trying to live a model life where my life's not perfect but i'm showing i'm okay with those imperfections and flaws like that's one thing and then there's there's everything else. Like I love school. I love family. And the things I'm naming are, you know. Like I have my own reasons for why my family's like ranked kinda low, but you know, oh well. Um But I, I love everything pretty much. There's not really anything I hate. Besides stubbing my toe at night. <laughs> um and a few other things, but I genuinely love everything. I love love so much. I've written a lot of poems about it. And actually, in this podcast, I'm going to share one. Um, This one's called Axioms. It's coming up in a huge poetry project I'm trying to get finished. But it goes like this. Maybe the truth is that there's no truth at all. With us, there's only experience. Only events to tie our memories together like the streams of hair in your goddess braids. Nothing could be a lie, only fiction. Being stuck in our false realities was what makes this one so real. Just for us to deal with each problem until our love grows old. Just as we will. That's the thing. Like in that poem right there. And it's very short. Only five lines. Actually six. The thing that never changes in that poem is love. Like, Facts can change. The truth about why I got together with someone can change. You know, memories change over time, just like the hair. You know, lies change, fiction can be distorted, but love will never change. It only grows, it evolves, but it it stays, it, it really stays in magnitude as long as it's there. And it never leaves, it always transforms into something else, but it always starts with love. There's a lot of things I do for love. There's a lot of things I know a lot of people would do for love. There's a lot of people who love others more than themselves. And I used to be one of those people. But I, I, I don't think self-preservation is bad. I think a lot of people should take self-preservation as a key. I think a lot of people should love themselves more. I think a lot of people don't take the time to love themselves on Valentine's Day. Like, be so romantically involved with yourself, you know? You know? I think people don't realize, and that's the thing. I think there's, I have a huge problem with the whole self love, self care aspect. I think mainly because people don't necessarily like talk about the nitty gritty of that. You know, it's not just sitting at home, watching Netflix, doing, doing your, like working on your skincare routine, getting your hair together. It's, it's none of that. You know, well, it is, that's part of it, but that's that's the physical, that's the tangible. There's a lot of intangibles that come with self-love, like healing, getting yourself in some type of therapy, like overcoming your traumatic past, understanding your flaws and imperfections through serious and deep introspection. That's self-love, because you're taking the time to really value and validate yourself. I don't think we do that enough. I think we get so infatuated with the idea that someone else can complete us that we forget that that's even a process that needs to take place. But that's what people do for love. I don't blame them because love is such a, love is just the strongest emotion ever. And second is hate. Because once again, hate is the absence of love. So, you know. But love is such a strong emotion that we end up putting ourselves on the back burner because we feel it. And such serious ways for other people. Like, Like, for a girlfriend, what would I do for love? Well, now, for a girlfriend, I would want to make sure she loves herself before she loves me. And if I really loved this girl, I would make sure that I would let her know I would wait. I would wait. I would wait until she felt comfortable enough to be with me and still feel like an individual. I would do that for love because I would want her to love herself more than she loves me. And I would want her to be a bit selfish. I think a lot of us get into relationships once again hoping to make sure that the other person completes us or that we complete the other person. And that type of infatuation is good in the beginning because it's what creates such a spark. But in the end it... It just leaves two extremely broken people at the end of it. Like I'll I'll get into Malcolm and Marie after I um talk about what would I do for love. But um yeah, that's what I would do for love. That's the extreme I would go to for a girl. I would put myself on the back burner of having the relationship if I knew that meant in the end she would love herself more. And then she comes to me when she's ready. Cause There's a lot I can do to let a girl know or let a significant other know that I love them. There's not much I can do to reassure them that, like, to reassure them, to make them confident, to, you know, have them embrace their flaws and imperfections, be okay with the fact that, like, some things aren't going to be okay. Like, you know, I think once again, we rely on people to be our, like, significant others to be our saviors. To be the ones to, you know, heal those traumas and dramas at the end of the day. But that doesn't work. I wouldn't do that. I used to. But that only left me more upset and with lower self esteem. And I'm 19. I don't need that. I'm in the prime of my life right now. I'm in the prime of how I feel about life, too. Once again, I fucking love life. There's nothing better than that. And I can say that shit. And not hesitate to say it. I love life. Every day is not productive. Every day is not the best. But at the end of the day, I end up loving life because of it. Because it brings me all of these different challenges and experiences. And I get to have them and take them and reflect on them and collect them. Have my own little story to tell when it's all said and done. What I do for a family member. I do a lot for a family member. It depends on that family member, but I I do a lot cuz they're still family. Um and I just got off like I just got done with a little interview with someone who I consider family. She's like my school mom. And big thing about family is that it took a lot of a lot of interconnected pieces to make me who I am. So I'll never forget about my family. Like I said, I have my opinions. But at the end of the day, I always love them with a bunch of compassion, a bunch of admiration, because they made me who I am. And even the parts that I disagree with so far as decisions made me who I am, made me this guy that really just loves life, who's changed his paradigms and created this strong intrinsic value and motivation within himself to do better. All of that came from family and friends and just external factors. So there's a lot I'd do for a family member. I don't know exactly. I mean, I'd have to be posed a question and then you'll probably get an answer. But there's a lot I would do. A whole bunch. For a friend. Oof, man. Y'all know how I feel. Zeb. my hierarchy of individuals is a lot different from others. But um, I do the most for a friend especially a close friend cuz once again you all know about you all know my little monologue about friendship that shit is that means so much to me and because it means so much to me what people do for their relationships I would do for my friends like the extent they go to put themselves on a back burner I would too but the thing about it though is I wouldn't ex- expect reciprocation cuz then I'm not doing it genuinely I would say my love is so great I know I, my love is so great that I don't expect people to love the same way that I can. And I'm not going to hold them to that standard. It's not fair. Everybody has their own different experience. Everybody has their own different way of processing emotions and experiences and making sure that at the end of the day, they're okay. And some people need that validation from reciprocation. I don't because I know at the end of the day, I'm impacting others. And I love that too. Like, that's what love is. I think love is unconditional. So I don't place that condition on someone else to reciprocate for me. So I go oh, I go all out for my friends. I don't think any of my friends check up on me as much as I check up on them or go to the extent to celebrate and support them out of nowhere like I do. And I'm okay with that. I don't really need cheerleaders. I'm okay with the accomplishments I make, and I know what I do. It'd be good to have them when I have them. I have them at the important times. It's all that matter. I don't have them as as often as most people would probably like. But I I don't need that validation. I put on Twitter today, in fact. I put, um, as long as the work I'm doing on myself, for myself, and for others matters to me, I don't need validation from anyone else. Because I know what I'm doing is right. Or at least I strongly feel that way. And then even more than that, I furthered that tweet with, you know, and I got told this by my school mom. She said, you're planting seeds for trees whose shade you'll never sit under. So the people I impact and the people I try to love on and show immediate compassion for, I'll probably never get that reciprocation or the satisfaction of seeing what that love does for them. But I know I'll do something for someone else and I can be happy with that. I can. So that's why I love my friends so hard. You know, Because then they'll be able to reciprocate that love for someone else. And when you're spreading nothing but unconditional love and compassion, that makes the world better. That's when you're being the change you want to see in the world. Love is so great, that shit makes me cry when some of my favorite love songs come on. Tears of joy. Some people cry tears of sadness. But all of my songs are pretty much like... Tears of joy, like my favorite like my top five songs um are about love in some way shape or form there's sweater weather by the neighborhood that's number one, easily number one actually no, yeah, no that's number one I'm right about that because that song in itself is a fucking masterpiece like it it's it the title sounds cold sweater weather what do you think you're thinking snowstorms and chilly weather and stuff and But the beat has a very summertime-ish vibe to it. And then the lyrics, he's like, so let me hold. Oh, it's too cold for you here. So now just let me hold both your hands in the holes of my sweater. Right? Like, that song is great. And, I mean... It, the, what's so great about that song? It once again it's, it really magnifies what his love for the girl is because although it's cold, he feels as if he can make it warm for the girl with his embrace through his holes in his sweater, but that will require the girl to get closer to him. That's great, and once again, it it, it has such a like a at one time it's a summer vibe because the beat goes like dun 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 right. And like that just sounds very pepish. It sounds like it, it could probably start some type of summertime vibe. But then as the song goes and it gets into its bridge, it just slows down. And it gets a bit more cold, but it makes you want to be warm. And you kind of get this warm, fuzzy feeling inside. So that's that song. Hey There Delilah always tears me up. You want to know why it tears me up? Because senior year, I was in Spanish class. And this amazing girl named Charlize, she was the girlfriend of one of my, like, high school bros. I was, um, we were describing something in Spanish. It was a girl playing a guitar. So I was like, ella juega la guitarra um, con la canción. Hey there, Delilah, poured plain white tees, plain white tees right? And... um. She noticed I liked the song Hey There Delilah and never thought I probably would or never really seen a boy at the school who probably liked that song as much as I did and she pointed that out and that shit made me cry. I think I'd never been validated like that. And I, I mean she said a lot more and that'll be a conversation for another podcast, but she said so much. Well, she said so much with so little and that shit made me cry. And then all I did was listen to the song over and over again and think about those words and I loved the fact that she adored, I guess, me in that moment because of, like, what I had just revealed, which is, like, I I love a very, uh, not a very, uh, no, it's very old. I mean, I'm starting to show my age. I'm getting old, man. I'm about to turn 20 this year. But besides that, just the fact that you know, once again, boys don't really like that song, or at least the boys from that area didn't like that song, it was a nice change of pace, and I got validated in that way, that shit made me cry all night, but cry tears of joy, I, I'd never really felt that type of, like, love, and it wasn't like she was infatuated with me or anything like that, but she, she had a great interest in, I guess, that moment, and that really surprised her, and I thank her for it, because that changed, that moment changed my life, it made me want to be a lot more considerate of things people are trying to change as well from that song alone and like i'd like that song a whole bunch prior to when she said that but that song just rose it that it means that much to me now because every time that song plays i think about that moment next song it's unconsolable by x ambassadors now that's a song that you don't really hear the word love and it's not really i mean it's i consider it a love song um he wrote it about his brother who killed himself. I and mean, like, that has to be heartbreaking. And he felt his brother was unconsolable. That, or at least maybe that his brother felt that he was unconsolable. That maybe the pain that he was going through, he couldn't tell someone he loved dearest. Maybe because he didn't want to be a burden. But at the same time, maybe his brother wouldn't get it. And that's painful. But he kind of wrote about how he felt about like just the, the times being with his brother. It's a great song, and it's not a, it's not one of those sad ones either. It's just like, like you, you hear the beat and it just makes you want to just nod your head, ride in a car, and chill. Have it all by Jason Mraz or Mraz, I'm not sure. That's a great one. It just speaks about all the things he wants some girl to have, just like um, I hope the. I hope that your best days be the worst of your tomorrows. Um, I be the road less I hope the road less paved be the road that you follow. And just, you know, really making sure that he just I guess he really is infatuated with his girl enough to that I mean to the point where he's trying to push this overwhelming confidence and faith in her. That's amazing. There's RPG by Kalani featuring black that's that's number four. Actually number five. Um and that's just about the the role playing game. Like that's what RPG stands for, role playing game. Uh both of them are playing their own roles in their own relationship. Um and they're doing it extremely well. Uh to the point where even they even acknowledge where they're not good at it in the song or where they may have faults or where the other person may be called out on. Like that's brilliant. But that's love. Like trying to make sure that you're doing something so right And you do it to the point to where you can kind of recognize where you're doing it wrong. I think that's magnificent. And the last one is by my favorite Yeah, no, yeah, favorite um woman artist, uh, Janae Aiko. It's When We Love, off of her trip album. Um and that song is basically about, I guess her being kind of new to this experience, but just not wanting to be hurt. Um, she doesn't say much in the song, but she says enough to where like you get the message like she has this new lover, and it's a, it's a very new experience for her, and at the same time, it's so new that she doesn't want to be hurt because she's hurt, you know, the stories. And I think in another sense, she's kind of okay with the, like all the already like. Weird things that have taken place. Like the man kind of lies a bit. She's like, you lie and I like it. And you know, it's just things like that. And all of those have like significant meanings to me. Because I apply them more to just than just actual just relationships with some other girl. I, I apply them to everything. There's a lot of new ways I'm trying to learn to love. Love other people. Love myself. Make sure I'm not lying to myself. Make sure I'm taking the road less paved because that's a challenging road. And coming off that road, I'll probably be a lot better than trying to take the shortcut. And, you know, this whole spiritual journey is just in the road to loving myself. I think in high school, I did a lot trying to, as I kind of told you all, put pressure on someone else to complete me. In fact, Aaron Johnson, he's my age. One of the most amazing, like, men. And he was a fucking man before I was ever one. Um, He's, like, once again, he's my age, but gosh, he's beyond his years. I fucking love that man. He said, your partner's not supposed to complete you. They're supposed to compliment you. And all throughout high school, I was looking for someone else to complete me. Due to self-esteem issues, like, i had been called cute. Most of high school, but no one really ever chased me or like, you know, I'm sure you've all seen those TikToks where it's like, I'm, I'm too, I'm too cute for the ugly people, but too ugly for the cute people. It kind of felt like that's where I was at, but I placed my intrinsic value on external things like other people's perceptions of me. And I can't do that. That's a big obstacle in loving yourself when you place your value of your, you know, your outside appearance on things you can't control, which are how other people will perceive you. You can have an influence on it, but you can't control it, and you spend a lot of time trying to control that narrative by finding someone to complete you so that you can end up being happy and distract yourself from some obvious self-work that you need to do. So in the process of loving myself, I want to live abundantly and love endlessly, My love stems from loving others. And the moment I stop loving others, having this weird disdain for the world, I really start questioning my own love for myself. And I never want to do that. There's no need to. There's a lot to live for. There's a lot to love. That's what love is. Love, once again, is endless. Love is the end-all, be-all of everything that comprises our time on Earth. You know, if you're religious, love is what allows your God to keep you on this earth, to put you on this earth. He loves us so much, he puts us through challenges that, you know, test our faith, make us question why things are taking place, make us stronger, make us get rid of those questions because, once again, our faith is unwavering. I have my own philosophical and religious belief now, which is another episode. But that's what love is, man. Like we're taught it once again, we're taught it from a child. We're taught what our parents go through to have us. What 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 our moms go through to have us. These women almost die. They say, they say pregnancy is like giving birth is like knocking at death's door. (sighs) But people do it. That's what love is. Think that's what i'm gonna title of this podcast that's what love is so if you're saying this and that's what love is you just got a huge little monologue just about everything that i think love is what comprises my love for others what would i do for love what songs am i synonymous with that represent love in the best ways even a poem about my love and just how i see it so yeah i hope you enjoyed the episode hope not that Valentine's Day has passed and we're going to get to the rest of 2021. You just choose to love. Just do that at the end of the day. That's all we have. Love isn't everything. It's the only thing. And we need to remember that. All right. I'll see y'all in the next episode.